D-A-K-I-C-K-B-A-C-K. Another episode of The Kickback with Sabrina, Sharika, and E.B. Sit back, relax, and vibe. What's good, Kickback family? It's your boy E.B., and I'm here with two of my favorite people, Sharika and Sabrina, and hopefully we're three of your favorite people. How are your ears? Are they still ringing from the slap heard around the world? I don't know about you, but mine's was, I guess I can say it stopped ringing, and we might talk about it a little bit today, but then it just came right back today. <laughs> Usually, y'all know me, I'm in the 80s or so, but today, I am at a cool 65, and I mean cool, frigid, cold, and I don't even think Alaska might even be colder than that, but I feel like I'm somewhere up north because... I, I'm just going to be, a, I'm going to be a little more, I'm going to be myself, but I'll be a little more cold-hearted and blunt to, on today's episode than maybe I have been in the past. Because there's some stuff that just continues to come out and trickle down. And I'm just like, ain't this bad And in the words of Tupac, you wonder why they call you, you're stupid. And you can, you, I, hopefully you can read in between the lines. But I'm at a cool 65 today, and that is how I am feeling. Um, but yeah, I ain't got no song for you. Well, you can probably take any of those songs. Um, <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe that's not your cup of tea. Maybe you're not a hip hop or a rap person. Um, yeah, I'm just going to pass it over to one of the ladies and they're going to tell you how they feeling. What's y'all temp like? Well, my temp is nervous now after EB after you even gave your little intro. I'm like, whoa, what is going on? What is, what is happening with my brother over there? My temp is good. I'm at 75. I have no complaints today. Um, other than it's starting to get a little too hot here in Florida, and I'm not happy about it. We're in April, which I guess is starting to, I guess it should be starting to warm up. But I just feel like ugh, if it's already this hot, the summer is just going to be awful. But um, I do live in Florida. I should get over it, I guess, at this point. But besides the weather and it being so hot today, I'm happy. I'm grateful. I'm just well. Um, and I've, I know I've given this song before, but it's always fitting when I think about Florida, I'm walking on sunshine, nothing too exciting, but I'm just happy to be alive. So that's my temp and that's how I'm doing. How about you, Sabrina? <laughs> I'm over here just lost in love. I'm loving the weather. I'm loving the spring. You guys, it's not only my birthday month, but it's also Evie's wife's birthday month and I believe she had a birthday with it yesterday I won't tell mm-hmm. y'all what they were recording for the nosy people but I'm curious EB how was your wife's birthday oh it went well it wasn't too crazy um unfortunately I'm saying unfortunately because I had a, a a bit at work um and we kind of I guess you could say we work together just different work in the same building different departments but we were together for the weekend um but I went to work post the crazy event on, on, I guess you could say, the Monday following a busy week and a busy weekend. Uh, but we just did dinner. It was nothing too crazy, too special. Um, and I say too crazy, too special. We went to a place that we haven't been before. I try to, I like to experience new restaurants. So we just went to Jay Alexander's Redlands Grill here in Tampa. Um, I just found out that Tampa has a neighborhood called Midtown which was interesting to me as I was riding around what I consider downtown. And I'm like, oh, they, but they got all the stuff. They say Midtown everywhere. And this is Midtown this and Midtown that. So we just went to dinner. Um, and then one of her friends brought her two of her favorite bunt cakes. So I didn't have to do the honor of giving her a bunt cake. And then, of course, like most people on their birthday, you get berated with calls and texts and all that. So throughout the day when we were together in the evening, she was just getting a whole bunch of birthday calls from her family and friends. But nothing too crazy. We'll celebrate 30th a little better. That that was good, though. Dinner with your spouse, just having that time and celebrating their entrance into the world. Like I told you, for me, my man's birthday, it's like it feels like another major holiday. So love it. I'm in a great mood because of the month. Some of the best people were born in April and the spring. So I'm just walking on sunshine. I'm feeling really, really happy. I guess my temperature, I always say sunny and 75. And I know you guys are like, is she fake? Does she ever have a down day? I think I have down moments, but in general, my life is pretty much up. So 
I guess that's my song today. Up and stuck. There you go. <laughs> Card- a little, <laughs> a little cardi for you guys. But I do want to clarify one thing because a couple of episodes I told you guys that my mom told me, don't let love make a fool out of you. And that is not what she said. And I stand corrected. And I even quoted like a song. There's a song out there with that title. And that's not what she was basing it off of. Anyway, she said, don't make loneliness a fool out of you, which now that I'm saying it, I'm like, oh, you know, that makes so much more sense because I definitely wasn't in love with that person (laughs) I was talking about. But a lot of times it's not even like true love it's like people who are afraid of being lonely and so Mm. in that they make these choices so that they can have companionship whatever it looks like whether it's healthy or unhealthy companionship and it does sometimes end up making a fool out of them I don't even know what we were talking about you guys when we were talking about love and oh I think we're talking about a tinder swindler yes the tinder swindler Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think many of the women that we saw said they thought they were in love, but I wonder, you know. So I'll just say, don't make love or loneliness make a fool out of you. (laughs) Um, They're both fitting. They really are. Definitely both fitting. And I know you talked about April being a good, but April also the month that my mama was born in. I have two sisters born in April um, out of my five sisters. Yeah, five sisters, eight boys, five girls. Um, I have three nieces and one nephew born in April. So yeah, April does have a lot of great people who are born in that month. So Evie, with so many birthdays, what do you do for your pockets? Are you like, okay, y'all know my oh, wife's no. birthday this month, so the rest of y'all are getting a dollar. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, for me now, it's just my wife. Everybody else, you get a high five. Um, Amen. You, get a check. You, might get a, you might get a cash app, depending on how I'm feeling. Um, now being married, my finances, you know, our finances, our finances become one. So I, I can't just make it rain how I normally would. Um, Say it again. Sisters, Say it again. One of my, <laughs> yeah, I can't make it rain how I used, how I used to. Just because, and not that we can't. We, I would say we have more money now. Um, but just money goes to different things. Like one of my, right. sisters, the, only, the only thing I give her, I just transfer one of my Audible books to her just about every year, um, because she loves reading or she loves listening to um, audio books. So I just transfer a credit to her. And then for my nephews, all my nieces and nephews who are under 18, whatever their age is, I just give them that much. So if you five out, if you five years old, you get five dollars. If you're ten years old, you get you get ten dollars. And I just leave I it love at that. that. Partially because one, it's not that much. Um, and two, because I get, I reward them off of their good grades. Like one of my nep- nephews, he's only in elementary, and I know we got other stuff to talk about. I don't want to take too much time. But one of my nephews, he hates school and he's only in elementary. So I challenge him that I will give him $10 for every A he gets in school, but he won't get anything for B to an F. This boy has not made a B yet. All right. And I feel like, and I See, feel like he that's the energy. <laughs> but <laughs> but I love that already, energy. Yeah, but he's already asking for next school year. And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, we good. Thank you. I, I know you can do it now. Thank you for letting <laughs> me know that you have the potential. But the way you hurt in my pocket, $60, $70 every nine weeks. No, nah, we good on this. I know that's right because my husband would definitely be like I celebrate nephew, but Sabrina, that's your family, that's your fun money. Don't come over. (laughs) 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 Sharika, I know we talked about the slap last episode, and I was very confident about my opinions, but I also like to be the type of person that like you get new information. And that can alter your opinions, right? Like if you learn something new, uh, your opinion can change. So I've heard a lot of different things about the slap and I know we're all tired of it, but personally, I would like to revisit that conversation if you guys don't mind. I'm all about it. I'm I'm here for it. (laughs) So first I'll ask you two, are you guys still in the same place? We all said probably you know not the right time and place and it was just wrong to slap him but Sharika was very much on the side of hey I get yeah I can acknowledge that but I can also see how a person could get to that level and there's some things you don't disrespect and some things you don't say and I was just like no I even said hell no this is wrong period so Edie and Sh- oh and Edie was saying it was definitely wrong too 
are you guys still in the same place? I um I don't know where if there was a scale, Will, Chris. I think I was towards the middle, little on Will's side, but I've moved, I think I'm directly in the middle now. Because I I firmly still believe act up, you can get smacked up, but I also believe you don't need to smack somebody. There's other ways to handle it. I, I teeter and totter, but I'm very close to the middle. EB, where yeah. are you at? Yeah, so for me, I'm still at the same, like, not the time, place, or the situation. Um, yeah, I, I know words have consequences or actions have consequences, and that was a what some may seem as a consequence for him. But even just today, at the time of this recording, hearing reports that Jada which wishes Will didn't smack him and feels that he overreacted continues to help me with my stance of where mm. um, I think he, I, I, oh, no, I, I stay grounded on how I feel about the situation. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to steal from one of Sharika's favorite podcasters, Kevin Stage. And I believe Sharika was sharing with me that he said this whole situation is like a seven layer bean dip which first of all shout out to the bean dip because i haven't had that in a minute and that was like my go-to at any function what happened to bean dip y'all remember that like people it just sort of faded and it's really actually good so any of you going to some upcoming function somebody bring that seven layer bean dip that's what so happened. we, have... we didn't have no functions anymore because of COVID. Oh. <laughs> that's what happened to you're right dang it something else the pandemic took from us uh yeah, so we do have this aspect that I, Sharika kind of brought up this thing, well, what about protecting Black women? And I was like, girl, what Will Smith did did nothing for me. And there's so many fights for Black women and that wasn't one of them. But then I heard a lot of people talking about like this relationship that Black women have with our hair. And it's just something that Chris Rock should definitely understand because he even has a documentary that, which me and my husband watched about four years ago called Good Hair which goes into all the nuances of that. So there's that element. Uh, There's the fact, which I haven't read Will Smith's biography, but Will Smith talked about how, you know what, as a kid who watched his father beat his mom, he always felt like a coward because he didn't step in and do anything. So you have that layer. You have Jada who was hurt and she's dealing with this disease. And they're right, if someone had cancer, would you make that kind of a joke? You know, you hear people saying, but G.I. Jane's a strong character, da, da, da. But that wasn't the, that wasn't the um, angle that Chris was coming at it from. So we can let that side of it go because it was not meant to be like empowering. He could, and there's the other angle. The joke wasn't even funny. It was a very lazy joke. It's the kind of joke that kids, when I was younger, would say to me when my weed fell out in the pool at camp, oh, ball head scallywag. It's like, okay, like. That's, that's the best you can do. Like, ooh, my feelings are so hurt. And like Edie said, we're equating like bald headness with not being beautiful, which there are a lot of bald daddies. And honestly, I think only the most beautiful people can pull off being bald. So there are all these elements. And I say all that to say, I hope I did not come across as judgmental towards Will because I was very much like it was wrong and how dare he, and he should have been arrested. That was really strong. I don't believe he should have been arrested. I do believe that, especially as Christians, we need to exercise a certain amount of self-control. But I'm definitely more leaning towards Sharika's side of it. Is I can understand. I have no clue. And I said, people made jokes about me, whatever, my whole life. People make jokes about all of us, right? That's humanity. But I don't know what it's like, what it feels like to have the whole world laughing at me. I told you guys that I've had to repress a lot of things because I felt like I've carried the weight of my people on my shoulders. I mean, white people did January 6th. None of my white friends were like, oh no, how does this make white people look? They were living their same regular lives, but I haven't felt that freedom. And Will Smith, as a black man and a star, evidently, like I said, I haven't read his book, but he said he has repressed so much over the years. So yeah, we joke the slap pulled heard around the world, but I think that slap was, it was not just about Jada and her hair. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just about the entanglement, whatever. In that situation, they were open with each other about, that was their marriage business. It was about a lot of things. I can't imagine the things he's had to deal with. And in that moment, he said, you know, I'm done. He's only human, right? We can all only take so much. And 
I don't want to judge him by how he reacted at his breaking point because I haven't gotten to my breaking point yet. But I know if I ever do, oh, I could definitely slap somebody and I wouldn't walk away and just pop my collar. I'd probably do more than that. So that's all I have to say. Sorry if I came too hard on you, Will, last week. So I, you know what was interesting to me? How he reacted after the slap, which was interesting to me. I'm like, is he putting on an act? Is he like, I know that when I've been embarrassed or done embarrassing things, I try to overcompensate and try to act normal because people talked about how, you know, when, when not, uh, Diddy made the joke, he was laughing, like every, he had acted like every, like nothing had happened. He went to the party, he was dancing and getting jiggy with it. He, and they were like, oh, he don't feel no type of, like people took that as like, you know, he he's like like he maybe he could do whatever he want to wanted to or whatever I, I just wondered is he just putting on an act to like act like he's okay because the fact that he slapped this man obviously shows you he's not okay and and I I do really feel I really feel bad for everyone involved and I don't I do think he overreacted but like you were saying Sabrina like I've said before people the, sometimes your feeling gets the best of you Oh, and one thing I did want to say in closing, you brought up a little bit with the entanglement. People kept talking about, well, he didn't stop August. He didn't stop August. And you, and like you said, Sabrina, that was their marriage business. But what people act like, oh, well, they put their business out there. August put his, put their business out there and they could, people say, well, they didn't have to respond. It was either not respond. People were going to clown them, respond. People going to clown them. I felt like they just probably thought, well, either say something or just have this man's narrative out there but they didn't put the entanglement out there august put the entanglement out there and they responded to it i feel bad that people are saying well he should have got mad at august he should have slapped august not chris rock well, we don't know maybe he did we don't know and it's really none of our business yeah you know that was between them he said what he said at the red table talk and why couldn't he have fun afterwards Sharika, i know you punched that boy when you're younger but in your adulthood or i and i'm interested to what evie has to say when i deal with a conflict or when i check someone in public afterwards i honestly do feel i feel fine I can compartmentalize. That was between me and them. I've checked you. I can check someone and turn around and be like, okay, you guys, so what did we say? What was the order for bunk cakes? And be completely genuine, not trying to fake the funk because I have already let that go. They gave me the energy. They got the energy. And now the energy is settled. The dust has settled. Like I could honestly see myself doing what he did, slapping someone, now, I would like to think I would never and have the self-control. But if I did get to that point, the slap has already been slapped. So now <laughs> I'm going to have fun and enjoy my award. Why not? I, like, why, I couldn't why do it I, personally. EB, but... could you do it? Oh, definitely. That's not a problem. Um, I, like, the thing is, I can see myself in both seats, right? Where um, Now, granted, I, like part of me feel like I could be how Chris Rock reacted. In a professional sense, but I can tell you, people would have definitely heard of chaos backstage or during those commercial breaks. Like, there's no way. Like when he won that award, I would have been because I don't know all the stuff, but I'm pretty sure somebody backstage would have been like, Will Smith is winning an award in about an hour or about 30 minutes. Or like I would have been backstage, ready to. You would have heard something. Nobody would have saw it. People would have been like, it would have been rumors and speculation of Chris Rock and Will Smith got into it. That if I was an issue. But I can also understand where certain things are said or certain things happen where in the best way as a believer, I'll just go in believer context for myself, the flesh gets the best out of you. And you're really absent-minded sometimes in those instances. And I say that only because now hearing wife saying he overreacted, he shouldn't have slapped them, him saying outside of the apology, this wasn't who I am, let me go ahead and dismember myself or resign from the academy, which means I won't never get none of these awards moving forward and i don't care about any of these awards moving forward um i can't like i've never seen an entire episode of the red table talk but i know they for what i understand they've recorded it or are planning to record their conversation so that might be one episode that i do watch to see their take 
one on one, I guess one on one or one on two, however many people are there, on them just talking about it. Um, I know people on Chris Rock's side have discussed it, but I can see myself in any area. It really just depends on the situation. It's been time when I've been an aggressor in situation, and other times where I've let people talk to me however they want it, and I let it slide, or it didn't click until after. I'm like, did they really just say that? Oh, now I got to address that. And then other times, like, well, that's how that person is. And I've allowed that to be the case. And then other times, like, I don't care if that's how they are. They won't be that way with me. They can mm-hmm. act like that with everybody else. But that's not a standard that I'm going to allow for myself to be mistreated in this way or in this manner. Um, the last thing I do want to say about it is that literally that week, and I could more sympathize with the will side personally not that i thought it was right but if if i could see myself in anything i could see myself not the slapping part but the emotional part of it what would bring you to a slap i don't know if i could really slap someone in 2022 but i but i could see myself feeling you know over over things to that level and i was reminded by uh, devotional I had did that week and actually the sermon that was preached at church this past Sunday just about how as Christians you know I felt convicted because I was like I I could absolutely you know understand why somebody would slap somebody and I would want to but just being reminded that you know what how do you win people to how do you win somebody to the good if you do evil in response to evil so that's my little, you know what, conviction and also maybe encouragement to us all. What a good <laughs> woman you are. <laughs> I'm not there. I'm just saying it was a, I'm not saying I'm there. I'm just saying that's where I need to put my aspirations. You're, that's where you're bookending it. I like <laughs> that. I don't like that he's removed from that, um, from that body of whatever the academy is because there are a lot of. A lot of men have done terrible things and they got Woody Allen who married his adopted daughter. They gave him a whole honorable thing. She was probably up there standing beside him. Harvey Weinstein, did they revoke all of his wins? Like, obviously, we're not condoning what he did, but come on, guys. If we're going to do that over a slot, let's do it over a whole bunch of other stuff. But we're not. And I, mm-hmm. I, I so we've I taken say, too much so so from what I understand, it wasn't them who told him to. He resigned. Like, no, I, I, I know. know. I'm aware. Yeah. I'm aware of that, Evie. But I think, no, if if he came to me at the academy and was like, hey, I did this thing, da, 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 I would have been like, no, we don't accept. Just let it die down. And yeah. you're still in because you're an amazing actor and you put a lot of people on in this industry. And uh, this is separate from that. Yeah, you did a terrible whole thing. And then that was not cool. But does that mean you can never? No, because... We're not holding everybody to that standard that unless part. we're unless we have a new world ward and it's called the Will Smith standard. And under the Will Smith standard regulations, all these other people and their wards are out. But we're not doing that. And so, but maybe he's just being the better man like Sharika would talk about being the better woman. I, I, I don't think he should have resigned either. And also to the people that were outraged at seeing the slap. What am I going to tell my kids? Oh, my gosh. Now everybody feel like they're going to do this. What was the outrage when people were being shot and killed on TV, when the videos of people's murders, where was that outrage? When they were watching Game of Thrones, when their kids were still awake. Come on now, it's a slap. I was just like, that's a little absurd, the way people were reacting to a slap. Y'all, come on now, come on. And and y'all too talk about the violence. Check Check your history books and see about some real violence. Okay. <laughs> All right. What what else is on the docket today, friend? So we just got a grab bag. So we're just gonna be hopping from topics to topic. So hold on, guys, and just 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 join the ride with us. So this month was is April. We talked about uh, that and a lot of things to celebrate. But usually it starts out with April first, which is April Fool's Day. And I just was wondering. I went to my so I went to my chiropractor. Shout out to my chiropractor who actually listened to an episode. I don't know if he still ever listened again, but if you are listening, shout out to you, sir. Uh, he asked me that April first. I went to the chiropractor. He was like, "Oh, did anyone play any pranks or jokes on you? Do you like pranks and jokes?" And I was looking. I was like, 
uh, absolutely not. Nobody played any pranks or jokes on me. And I wondered, like, is that a thing y'all are doing? Do y'all like jokes? Are y'all pranksters? What What are y'all thoughts on April Fools and pranks and jokes? So for me, I want to sort of say I'm a prankster or like jokes and stuff, but it definitely does happen. Um, you got some of the kids who, at least kids who I work with, uh, hit me up about something, and I'm, I'm not even thinking about the day. Even just just over the weekend, that that day, I wasn't even thinking about it being that day. Only because for myself, that day doesn't hit the same as it does for everybody else. Everybody else sees it as April Fool's Day. I see it as my mother's birthday. Mm. Um, so it already hits different for me, and it's also um, the day that me and my wife, my now wife, um, started dating. I say now oh. wife like I had a old wife. So for me, I would say I'm partially a jokester because I asked her with hopes she would have been like, nah, this ain't gonna rock out. And then I was like, ah, April Fool's, just kidding. Just because, you know, I, at the time, and I probably still do, don't like rejection or forms of disappointment. So hit that alley hoop up and see if she slam dunks it. And she did. And Wait, so you, so, but I just want to clarify, you did really want to go out with her. You just wanted a, a back out plan in case it didn't go right. Okay, okay. I was just like, don't be trying to play my friend now. Okay, so you really did want to go out with her. Okay. Yeah, we was talking for like a year and a half before that. Okay. Never got to that point. Love it, But I'm not really hitting jokes on people or pranks on people. Sabrina, are you jokes and pranks? Of course I am. But my (laughs) husband's not, so we're in a weird place with that I do want to say that my husband and I also started dating in April it was April 20th of 2016 there there we go it's a special day for many reasons um and not 420 you guys we have a whole episode about that and (laughs) that is not my it's not my journey uh but anyway uh my husband and I have a running plank where prank where we scare the mess out of each other and you guys are so fun. It's so great. The mm. times I hide behind the couch and like scare the bejesus out of him. And one, once I got one on camera, but I can't share it because he wasn't fully dressed, but it was so great. I save it for myself. <laughs> so we do that all the time. And but then when he scares me back, I'm like, we need to stop this. Like, come on, we're adults. Like, Because when I get him, he'll be like, okay, I'm going to get you back. But in my defense, he started it when we were dating. And I've just continued it. One time I parked down the road when we were dating. He didn't know. I had a key to his house. I snuck in the back, scared him. It was great. So we have that. And then for April Fool's, I was going to put like those little pop-it things under the guest bathroom because that's where he does his business. But um, couldn't find them anywhere. So I was really sad. And he was like, that's good because if you had done that, yeah, he, I could tell in his face he was not about those kind of jokes. And he was like, I don't do April Fool's. That's not a thing in this house. So I was like, well, I guess I guess that's not a thing. But growing up in my family, we do it all the time, like play jokes. But I come from a family, and maybe Sharika, that's why I look at comedy so different. Like we would brag on each other, like sometimes to the point where you're like, like this is getting borderline, like not okay, but it was, it's just how we show love. Like when I go home, I know my family's going to rag on me and I want to rag on them. It's just, it's just the way I grew up. So all about the jokes and the pranks and that sort of thing. What about you? I do not. I'm not a prankster. I'm not, a. I like, I don't know. I just, I don't, Maybe because I'm too sensitive. I'd be like, the, or I don't like to be scared. I just don't, I, none of this is exciting to me. None of this is great to me. Um, I, I play like every, like a little bit, I may try to be like, jump out and scare my husband, but I'm not putting any real thought into it. And most of the time he's probably done already seen me. I'm like doing a terrible job at it. So uh, yeah, I'm not into the pranks, but I will say, when I was younger and I was working at camp, pranks was a big thing. And so I would go along to get along sometimes when there was a major prank, like the girls against the guys and we were doing different pranks and stuff like that. That was like probably the most, and it wouldn't be my idea. I would just be going along with the crowd um, and joining in with the prank. But if you ask me, it's not my thing. And I don't like the pranks or the jokes. I'm a square or basic or whatever you want to call it. 
We're boring. <laughs> All right, guys. Next topic. So one time I was telling Sabrina this story. I'm not going to share it on the podcast. You have to know me in real life to know the story. But it was about a, a very shocking text that I got. And so we talked about what are things that you should not text people. I'm just going to get you guys' opinion. You don't got to put your business out and say, yes, I do. No, I don't. I just want to be like, do you think, yes, you, it, it should be done or no, it shouldn't be done. If you want to elaborate more, sure. But if you don't have to. Things people say you shouldn't text. Big secrets. How do you feel about that? Big secrets. Should should those be sent through text or not? EB? What do you define, what do you define as a big secret? A big uh, secret. What I don't you know. I, whatever is big, a big secret to you. Something <laughs> right. that you wouldn't want shared beyond the person you're sharing it with. Oh, yeah. So for me, I would say yes and no. It depends on who I'm texting. Okay. Yeah. So... Are there spe- are there certain people? So you're saying it it depends on the specific people. So give me one person that you wouldn't mind sharing a text, a big secret text with. Oh, definitely my wife, and then probably my my tribe, like my homies. Right. And I say my tribe as in like three of my yeah. three or four of my best friends. I'll let them know yeah. what it is. Okay, Sabrina, would you share big? I know secret? I do a lot of my mom quotes, but I'm gonna do another one. The way she raised me was never write anything down. You don't want anybody else to see. So as much as I love my mom, she's my A1 from day one. We are very close. As much as I love Doug, if I have a big secret, for the most part, honestly, if someone tells me something, I am good at keeping it to the chest just because, I don't know, I think I care more about what would happen to my name if I became Mm. the person you can't tell secrets to. So Mm. if you told me something, Part of the reason I'm not going to tell anybody else is more so because of my own, like, vanity. Like, I don't want anybody to be able to say, I told you and Sabrina is going to tell. So that's Mm. the one. And the two, if I am going to tell, if I can't hold it, it's going to be a voice text. It's going to be a Snapchat. It is not going to be written because, A, of what I said for number one, and B, because if I do let it out, you're not going to be able to trace it back to me. That's really messed up, but that's just what it is. It's a voice text and it's a Snapchat. And that's what it is. I would never text a big secret. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm surprised EB didn't say the voice text. That is, EB is the first person I think that ever hit me with a voice text. So yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I probably would hit him with somebody with a voice text or maybe, and I didn't even think about Snap, but probably a Snap, if I had to share a big secret. And I'm not even talking about somebody. Yeah, or I'm just talking about like my stuff probably. But yeah, like if if I wanted to tell somebody, I probably would Snap snap them or send them a voice text. But I'm like, yeah, I don't think you should really put it in like written form. Yeah, that's why I say say it depends on what a person would consider a big secret. Like if I get a new job, Right, it's gonna be nothing for me to check. Like my homies would already know that I probably mm-hmm. applied for it, but mm-hmm. it'd be nothing for me to be like, "Hey, I solidified that," or "Hey, that worked out," or "Hey, this is the gift that I'm getting." Judith, that's why I say I de- it would depends on what a person, mm. what somebody else might consider big, might be super small to me. If yeah. that makes sense. I think for I the most that. part, I don't share secrets. Mm-hmm. I guess I think I mean, golly, it must be the my mom episode because. Just growing up, it was whatever is in the house, it stays in the house. And I kind of like internalize that. And if I have something very personal, I usually just, it's me and God, you know, like, yeah. I I heard this one time I told a secret. Mm, That's true. I heard this one quote. I don't know if I shared it on the podcast, but it hit me. I was like, this is real. They said, you can't get mad at someone for sharing a secret that you yourself couldn't keep. And I was like, hmm, that is a word. Well, I don't agree with that now because we got people of our word. But like, no, but what they're saying is if it was a secret, like you said, it should have been, if it was that serious of a secret to you, you should have kept it between you and God because he's not telling. So if you- I know, but Sharika, to- if I come to you and you're like one of my best friends, you're like sister yeah. level. And I'm like, Sharika- I think Doug has a corn on his toe, but he won't go to the doctor about it. It's getting really bad. It's bumpy. It's lumpy. Da, 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 da. And you know that this is just for me and you. And then I go to church 
and some random woman is like, hey, Shrika told me about Doug's corn. I'm going to be like, girl, <laughs> like, how dare you? Like, because I, it's like, you know, um, it's like we had a covenant between us. And I right. do feel like we should be able to have covenants. And if you broke it, then, you know, you don't get to be like, well, you told me so. No, I'm not saying I would take that. But what I'm saying is that when you tell something, you, I would, I will do my best. I would never betray a confidence, but you never, I mean, what I'm saying is that you let it out. You, you're not really in control of what happens to it after you let it out of your mouth. That's what I'm saying. That's why you can't be letting stuff out, honestly. Like don't, and you just, EB was really wise when he spoke about it depends and knowing your tribe. I have people in my life who I love. I have people in my life who I would also say are like sister level that I wouldn't tell anything I wouldn't want the world to know mm-hmm. because they can't hold water and it's nothing personal. And you know, it's just a part of their personality. What goes in, they're like that little thing you strain your spaghetti through. It's going to trickle right out. And I'm like, oh, God bless. Love you, girl. <laughs> but she's going to find out when I want everybody else to know. Dang. And that's just it. That's just, but you just know people. You know those people. I still love them and I'm tight with them, but I wouldn't even be mad at them because I know them. Yeah. In that case, it was my fault because so and so can't know. (laughs) (laughs) But I I mean, I do tell secrets to those I trust and I do keep confidences of those who trust me. You do, Sharika, because I've told you some things in the past and I haven't heard them on the block unless you told them to somebody and you're like, don't tell nobody. (laughs) <laughs> no and, and part of the good you. part about me is I forget very easily amen <laughs> I forget even my own stuff my husband be bringing up stuff I'm like oh I forgot all about that <laughs> all right okay so the other thing that people say you shouldn't text are condolences how do you feel about that yay nay initial or after the fact has hmm. a funeral happened are they have they been buried oh I don't know is there what's a the relationship because anything initial, like you better not tell me any of my family, close friends, past via text. It's going to be a Will Smith moment when I see you <laughs> next time, especially a parent like not OK. I remember my siblings almost ate me up. My mom, remember when she came to visit and she fell on the scooter and her mm, chip oh, and yeah. she had to go to the hospital? My siblings were blown at me because I didn't text them until after she was OK. But my thought was, hey. Let me get all the facts straight because I'm not going to give y'all half information, mm. you know, like, hey, mom fell down, was bloody. Hey, this, hey, that. And then it's like crazy. I'm going to tell you when I know things and, you know, when I have the full package. But they were like, no, it's going to be on site next time we see you. You should have told us from the jump. Which fair. And now I know. I've been checked. I told you at the beginning of the podcast. I'm not above learning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but yeah, I don't think that kind of thing. It needs to be a conversation or a phone call. And I know we're not talking about social media, but I feel the same way about that. Like initially, don't, I don't need to find out about something like that on a status. Now, after they've been buried, I feel a little bit different after the funeral or even after their announcements have been made, because that lets me know all the people that need to know, know now, the family, the close friends, they're aware of what's going on. So then the moves can be a little bit different. Um, how do you guys feel? So I'm so like, I'm t- taking it as like, so let's say someone close to you passes. Is it okay for people to text you? Sorry for your loss. I can't control it. They can text me all day. I'm not going to have my phone. Like <laughs> I'll put them on airplane mode. <laughs> EB, what's nah, your like, thought? Yeah. So for me, as far as condolences, if a person is te- uh, like, I would say about similar to Sabrina's, but outside of the before or after, like if a person passed away and if you're aware of it, you know, if you posted or you shared that this person passed away, like I know for me, I text a lot of people mm. when they people pass away only because like if somebody would have passed away in my family, I'm going to tell you straight up, don't call me like because yep. there's a good chance. I'm not gonna answer. Like you could probably stop by, like even within our culture, maybe at a Haitian, it's normal for people to stop by the house. And a lot of cultures, you stop by, you say, mm-hmm. you give your condolences, you get, um, you drop off food. But that's if you're in close proximity to make a trip to someone's mm-hmm. house or residence. But if it's somebody who's not close enough to drive through or you probably won't even come to the funeral, like it'll be nothing for you to just shoot that text. 
or send some flowers or do it like mm-hmm. I know now with the advanced technology you got people who I'm not gonna cook for you but hey I know your address I know you like XYZ let me get Chipotle or TGI or whatever delivered to your house just so you can have a meal where you're not thinking mm. about what you're preparing but for me I can tell you right now I'm always texting people so if you're an individual who don't like text condolences please let me know because it's a good chance that's how you're gonna get it to me get it from me if someone passes away that's close to you just because I don't like calling and I'm probably not calling you or I might text you and say hey um just know I'm thinking about you if you're free to talk give me a call because some people they get through that with other people so to speak Mm, like they're not in their state of isolation I'm a person where like I prefer isolation like I remember when, for example, when my mom passed away on a Monday, I did not, outside of the two people, and I say two, the two families from my church, I didn't talk to anybody until Wednesday. Like, I, I didn't pick up my phone Monday. I didn't text nobody back Monday. I didn't pick up my phone Tuesday. I didn't call nobody back. That's included my, my daddy, my brothers, my sisters, cousins. Like, I wasn't picking up the phone for nobody. And Wednesday, the first time I talked to people, I had turned my phone back on. And that was when I was on my way from Port Charlotte, driving back to Winter Haven to my mom and dad's house just to see how family was doing. And then of course, phone going off, people like, you didn't pick up the phone, your phone was going straight to voicemail, blah, 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 all that good stuff. I'm like, yeah, y'all gonna get this every single time. So go ahead and get used to it. Cause it was the same way when my brother passed away. Um, but that's just, that's just me. And I agree with Sabrina. I know we're not talking about social media, but social media stuff, like if the family has not shared the death mm. and you're a close to kin, or you a homeboy or a homegirl or a coworker, like if, if it if it didn't come from an immediate relative, and I say immediate as in mom, dad, brother, sister, uncle, auntie, if parents aren't in the life, grandparents, like it gotta be one of those. Like if you ain't on the insurance policy, that's how it really feels. Like you should not be the first one to post it. Cause that happens oftentimes. And also, I'm gonna throw this out as a disclaimer. Um, I love y'all. And I, y'all, I'm not saying I do love y'all, but I'm saying in general, all those who are listening, I love y'all. But also, don't post jaded posts of like, I can't believe he's gone. And then you got a billion people coming. Who, who, like, go mm. more in peace. Because now you're going to have everybody, like, especially if you're posting it out to the world. Now, granted, you can do whatever you want, if I'm being real. But when you post that and you're known to a lot of people or a lot of people are connected to you and they might know the same person, like, in, or it's three or four people who's posting, like, I can't believe this person going, oh, man, I'm going to miss you. Oh, so many great memories, but nobody's putting a name. Like, if the family <laughs> hasn't shared anything, you might want to just hold that to yourself. Yes, why? <laughs> but, like, you can't say what it is. I actually seen a post about that the other day of, like, something about, like, why y'all talking in code or, like, or I'm, or something along the lines of I'm the nosy social media stalker who, when everybody talk about somebody passed away, but nobody say how the person died. And I'm like, why do you need to know how they died? Mm. Like, they got shot. They got ran over. They got canceled. They got this. They got that. Like, why do you need to know why that person died? Like, you'll find out if you go to the funeral. It'll probably be in that, in that obituary. I don't like but when people ask questions like that online. I don't either. But that's the world we live in. Not mm. everybody has that sensitive spirit. For me, I probably, if someone passes, I probably will send a text. Only because, like you said, E.B., I'm always thinking if someone passed close to somebody, either they don't want to talk or they're already on the phone dealing with immediate family, dealing with arrangements, dealing with a whole bunch of stuff that I don't want to take up their time or they don't even have the energy to give to me. So I would not text them. I mean, I will not call them. I probably would um probably would say you know i'm so sorry for your loss if you need me i'm here or whatever or let me know if there's anything whatever but if it was like close friends or something i probably would pass by drop something at their door probably wouldn't even not wouldn't go in i would just leave something at the door i would i just wouldn't do that all right next thing people talk about are breakups you shouldn't break up with someone over text how do y'all feel about that yay or nay <laughs> you can do whatever the hell you want <laughs> you can do whatever you want you can do whatever you want if you want to do it through text you want to do it through facetime you want to do it through social media if you know you cutting off this person you cutting off this person right <laughs> handle your business protect your own peace because they got some people right i know and i know of people 
who literally say this, like, oh, I'm breaking up, but like, hey, come over and let's kick it one last time. It's like, no. Like, if you're done, you're done. Like, be, be all the way done. So however you feel the need to be at peace, I'm saying that. However you feel the need to be at peace to break up with whoever you got to break up with, you can do it as much as however you need to do it. Handle your business. Yeah, Evie, you, you're on to something there. I remember a guy that I was dating in Atlanta, and we would go see each other like every other month. Broke up with me, Super Bowl weekend, and it was my month to come see him. And the first thing I said was, you couldn't have done this on the phone. <laughs> I like, I wasn't really in it to win it with this person anyway. You know, it wasn't that deep to me. The thing I was most upset about, and he was like, well, I felt like because our relationship needed to be in person. I was like, yeah, on my dime though. Like you feel like it needed to be on person. You could have paid the ticket. Like, nigga, you could have texted me this. And, I, and then I started talking about all the parties that were at home because I was an RA in college at the time. They were in college. I could have been out. It was Super Bowl weekend. One of my favorite get togethers with friends. And I came here. And then I was like, and now we have to sit awkwardly at the Super Bowl party we're on the way to. So I was very mad. Not about the breakup. I was mad about other things. And when he tried to talk to me after that, I was like, no, like, no, no, don't try to run it back. My friend Couture was trying to play her little games at the next little church event. And I was like, no, because <laughs> no, that's one thing you do not mess with my time and my money. So, yeah, personally, for me, when I wanted to break up with someone, honestly, I would just try to do things to get them to break up with me because I told y'all I was never really caring like that. So I was like, it'll be easier if they dump me because I don't really care. So I'll just start acting a fool. But um, yeah, basically, I'm with EB. Once it's over, it's over. So who cares? Now, I'm married. If Doug texts me one day and was like, it's over. <laughs> um, I wouldn't Will Smith him per se because I don't advocate for domestic violence, but the level like, if you think it's going to be an easy divorce proceedings, you're wrong. It could have been easier had you had me face to face, but you're going to hit me with the text. Okay, so now I have an attitude. So I do, is it one of those things where situation dictates possibly that if it's just we boyfriend and girlfriend, da 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 da? Honestly, though, because once it's over, it's over. So why does it matter how if they text you or not? I don't know, Sharika. I don't know. Once it's over, doesn't it mean it's all the way over. No, so, it does, Sharika. So, no, okay, no, we're not let me running tell in my circles. Story. So okay, I broke. I tried to break. Well, I did break up with my husband when we were dating, and I broke up with him not via text, but I did write him a letter, and I tried to give him a letter, and he was like, "I'm not reading no letter. You gotta say what you gotta say," and so. I proceeded to break up with him in person, but I wanted to do it via a letter. I wanted to give him a letter and then I don't know what I was thinking I was going to do, but I, he was like, I'm not reading no letter. If you got something to say, you need to just say it. He said, so, you feeling froggy chump friend. Let's go. <laughs> I know that's right. You, you had the courage to make out with me. You're going to use those same lips and spell it out. We over. I love that energy from him, honestly. And back in the old days, Sharika, you're right, because I definitely didn't have a cell phone until senior year. And I didn't have a, like, I can text as, what is it called when you can text as much as you want? I definitely didn't have that plan. Oh, yeah, so. unlimited text. Right. So a letter is great. A letter is honestly great. In person, see, the thing about in person is then now they might try to be boohooing or try to hit you with the guilt trip and all of that and then it's like what do you do do you just walk away normal speed do you kind of stay what if y'all in the place neither like it's the classroom are y'all at the same church and it's like it's over okay now we standing up for praise and worship like is it awkward honestly a text might be the best way to go when I think about it it basically but, I feel like it'll be not nice to text someone that it's over but but they're out of your well, life. You would so... even seem not to care. You like, hey, Sharika, we're breaking up. See, I, I feel now I can't think of an ex that I'm like enemies with. I think I'm even friends with some exes, but I, for the most part, when there's a breakup, like you're out of my life forever. So, I mean, I'm not going to be disrespectful, but why am I going to try to jump through hoops and do all this stuff with you? and expend extra energy when part of the reason it's ending is because I don't want to spend any more energy nor time. 
So let's do this the most efficient way. It might hurt right now, but in the, in the long run, a text is probably best. So if you're listening right now and you're thinking of breaking up with that person, go ahead and do it. Cause if you're thinking about it, you want to do it anyway, go ahead and hit with a text. Tell them Sabrina, tell them Sabrina from the kickback sent you <laughs> to, to handle your business. If you take Sabrina's advice, let us know how it goes. <laughs> That's, I want to know if this was worth it or not. So let us know how it goes if you decide to send that breakup text. Last text talk. What do you think people should send the nudes or not? Nah? I'm good on that. <laughs> I'm not saying Anybody you. I'm just saying if you if do you think people should send nudes or no? Oh, so I'm a, the advice that I have for myself is usually the advice I have for other people. Okay. Like if person need, if a person needs to see that, they need to see it in person. <laughs> it's, a, it's like the like secrets, right, Ed? It's like one, the secrets. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that is. I guess I counted that one, but it's one of those. I don't know. I, don't, I, I guess I get this from one of my mentors, right? Are you okay with everything you do? being blasted on the front page of every newspaper in the world the next day if you were to die. And that's what you got to think about when you send that text. Well, who, it's the not everybody's going to be on the news. We're not famous. You don't know that. You don't know how you're going to die. <laughs> you might have died in the same room as Bill Gates. And so they're going like, to post Gates, the news? It's going to be a person who will say, I know this person. This is the last yeah, the picture I got from him or her. This is the last picture? Like, they don't, they don't <laughs> have anything to do with it. They don't got nothing to do with you, yes. though, with him or her or it or that. Like, it's like, just the last check. Y'all be, and just like Jay-Z said, right? What Jay-Z said, don't be sitting, don't be screenshotting no texts of you and my mentions or some junk he said when I die, right? Because that's what people do. People pass mm-hmm. away like, oh, this was my last conversation mm-hmm. with so-and-so. And now they might not blo- post it on social media, but male or female, you're probably in the group chat if it, if it looks good enough. <laughs> Dang. But if it looks trash, it's just going to sit tight. Dang. Keep your nudes to yourself because it's going to be that one. You're going to get a text through a breakup, and you know what the other person going to do? They're going to just send your nudes to everybody else. That's wow. what's going to happen. Wow. So you better watch yourself. Sabrina, he sending the nudes or not? I mean, not my you. husband how I felt about the Oh, you can talk about me. <laughs> when we were dating... <laughs> When we first met, y'all know me and my husband were not equally yoked, and that's fine because we're where we need to be now. Um, but when he hit me with that question, I definitely sent him a stick figure, and she didn't. And she didn't have boobs or nothing. It was a plain stick figure because I needed him to know what I'm not. I'm not for play play, okay? So, and then I followed it with, "You don't have a license for that. Uh, what? Kind, uh, you don't have a marriage license? Like that's the only thing." I said, "Sir, who I am is not that." because of what Evie said. I don't know where this is going. You're not my husband. Like, that's for my husband, okay? You're not him. You're not about to have me out here looking stuck, like Chuck, you know, when we break up and be like, oh, latest news, local creative arts director, local youth minister, da, da, da. Uh, no. So, and don't send me yours, okay? Because, I mean, a lot of things get my brain going. That has never been something that I need to be like, oh yeah, Let's do that. You know what you can send me? Quotes about the latest Bible study you've been doing. Where are what? we going to date? Send me that Roth IRA. Let's see what the accounts are looking like. That's what turns me on, okay? So for me, it was the no. Now that we're married, like it's just like a secret. I don't need to repeat how I handle secrets, but I handle it in that same manner, okay? Because what, I don't even care that I'm married because you're still not about to catch me out here the noob or the boob, okay? It's going to be none of the things. But yeah, you know, I flitted up with Show Enough Do. She has a license for that. that sure enough does. That I need to get him on the pod. Hey, Doug, remember when we were dating and I sent you that stick figure of me? <laughs> and- <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so Sharika, we're not oh. going to judge you. Were you, were you sending Alan that? the photos <laughs> before we get to meet sabrina the, the first one i said uh well now you and you so we can talk about me huh that took me out and everything that followed girl that that's was- the confidence of somebody who knows nobody's going to catch her naked body out here that was a uh, 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 uh that was that that's that confidence wow that's hilarious 
Sharika, did you send Alan nudes or not? Just tell us the truth. <laughs> no, I did not tell from anybody's personal life. Okay. I, <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't. But in general, if you were talking to someone else, um, is this it is something what I say? This is what I okay. tell, would say to people. I, what I say to people, see, Evie said, I would, I give people the same advice I give myself. I do not. I tell people, do what you got to do for you. If you want to send the news, send your news. That's your business. Now, once you send it, you're not in control of what happens to once out there. Like we said, just like a secret. But it's your news to send, in my opinion. I don't care if you send your news. That's your business. Also, I don't, I, I mean, I don't know. People live your life. I, I can't recommend or, or not recommend. I will just say there are consequences and they might be large or or small consequences. I don't know, large or small, depending on what you send. But um, yeah, that's my, I would say send with caution if you're sending or if you're smart, don't do it. That's all I, that's all I have to say. That is I think this is a tiny little commercial too. And one day I think we said, we'll talk about like love and marriage and sex and all of that kind of good stuff. But like definitely... I know as Christians, we would like to shy away from some things, but there is a point before you get married that you need to have that conversation. Like, mm-hmm. what does this look like for you? What do you think it looks like for me? Because just because you're two Christians doesn't mean you're sexually compatible. Okay. There's a lot of things that can happen in a marriage bed. And you guys got to be on the same page because what you don't want to assume is that, oh, because we both love the word, I'm going to be sexually fulfilled in this relationship. You know, what if they want you to put ice cream on their head and you're like, I'll never do that. I'm just saying, and I'm not here to knock anybody's young, but if you don't know, you don't know what you don't ask, you know, and that's something, this is such a my mom's episode, but that's one of the, I'm so grateful. Some of the things I wish my parents didn't tell me because I'm like, oh, I don't want to hear this, but they like hammered into me to have those conversations with the men I was dating because they just said, Hey, you need to know. You don't want to be caught by surprise. Okay. And I'll just leave it at that. Sharika, <laughs> that's you dead over here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love words of wisdom from Miss Dolly. They are always a gem. And it's, listen, we might got it. You got, might not need to start writing some of these down and just be pulling out a quote every episode. Words from Wise words from Delight. Well, thank you guys for enduring this grab bag episode. We've had lots of fun. We've jumped from here to there. Oh, it was a good time. I uh, hope you all laughed as much as I did because it was a good time. So come on, friends. Sabrina, what's up next? Uh, you know, I've got to talk about one of, well, if this is not my favorite season, but April is my favorite month. And I know spring comes at the end of March, but still, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to claim it like this is the, the height of spring right now, okay? So I have a quote about spring and it is spring adds new life and new beauty to all that is. And I don't think this just applies to spring. This original quote is from Jessica Harrelson, but I think this can apply to honestly, almost every morning, right? Especially those of us who are believers in Christ. Like the Bible talks about how he has made us a new creation, how he makes everything beautiful. And it's time we told you, if you're thinking about breaking up, go ahead start something new. Just like spring comes and adds new life and new beauty every day with every choice, you have that ability to add something new, to add something beautiful. If you feel stuck in a situation, you're not, you know, like things do change. They change with the seasons. There's always the ability to find like that silver nugget or let the Holy Spirit wisdom guide you and you pray for discernment and lead you to that thing that will put a new spring in your step. E.B., what are you expounding on today? So, y'all know I've been chilling on stuff that helps a lot of us, but I came across some information that might be coming out hopefully this week, but if not, um, probably next week. Student loans are currently set to be paused again, pushing Mm. payments to September the 1st. This will be the sixth, likely will be the sixth and final extension since the pandemic began. And this is a relief that affects tens of thousands of borrowers literally each and every year. You're talking about no interest. Now, what I will say for those of us who do have student loans, 
even if it's ten dollars, even if it's fifty, even if it's a hundred, even if it's five hundred, I don't know what your bank account looks like, but if you have something, just make some form of minimum payments because this is probably just one of those few times that you won't have interest. Because if now some of my peers that I know, they have been forgiven of their loans, especially those that are in public service or teachers or in healthcare, um, and I know others who they have not been as successful, as successful like myself. I have been struggling. I've been trying. I've been tweeting everybody you can think of. I've been tagging everybody on Instagram that you know. Anybody who's a somebody with more money than me have probably been tagged. Every celebrity who I've seen help other people, I've been trying to reach out to them, but it just hasn't been working out as best as I, I guess you could say, as I wanted it to. So um, I would say just try to make payments as you can, or you can be how I am right now. It's like, I ain't making no payment. Hopefully they forgive them and I don't have to worry about them. And I'm going to keep saving my money, keep taking these trips, and keep living life to the fullest extent. But for those of you who care about your student loans, I'm going to still take my trips. But if you care about your student loans and you want to pay them back, this will continue to be a perfect time to knock that out of the way of those continued, I guess you could say, extensions um, without an interest rate attached to it. So keep being great. Shout out to the Biden administration, helping the people, mainly the poor people like me. That's all I got. That's all I'm excited on. What are you guys recommending for the people? I am recommending Get Organized with the Home Edit. It is a show on Netflix. It the Netflix. New Yep, yep. We need to get, I was going to say Netflix needs to sponsor us, but they don't care nothing about us. Anyway, um, this is the second, they just dropped the second season. And it's a little, it's a show about these, this, these two women who have a company that organizes. So they, in each episode, they usually organize a, a celebrity's home. And then they also organize just a regular person's home. And just the way that they like take clutter and confusion and make it look so nice and neat. It inspires me to do better. You know, I got a new home and I've been trying to get organized. So I've been enjoying the <clears throat> get organized with the home edit. So I recommend it to you guys. Maybe you can pick up some tips, tips and tricks to get your home or your life or your office or wherever you may be, your kids room, somebody or something organized. Sabrina, what you got for the people? I am recommending a New York Times New York Times activity. It happens every day, and it's called Wordle. Have you guys hopped on Wordle yet? I have not. I I've have seen not it on, the on it, but I've seen it all through social media. Mm -hmm. Yes, I kept seeing it, and I was like, "What is this? I'm ignoring it. I'm living my best life." But this Sunday at family dinner, my mother-in-law, who was so cool, I need to get her on the pod one day. Barb was like, mm -hmm. "Hey, do you know about Wordle?" And I was like, "No, I've seen it." And then I did one, you guys, it is such a great brain activity. Basically, the New York Times has a word of the day that they choose is five letters. And you have six opportunities to guess what that word is. So you put your word in at the top, any five letter word that you want, you put it at the top. And if any of your letters are right, they'll show up in yellow or green. Yellow means that letter is in the word, but it's not in the right placement. And green means you got the letter in the right place placement. You guys, I have told over these, like between the past two days, like for three hours combined. But it's a really fun thing to get your brain going. And what I like about it, since it's not an app and you can only do one a day, it's not something like, like some of the other game apps, like I play Blockage and then like, it's like Candy Crush. My thumbs are hurting because I'm playing it way too much, right? So with this, it's once a day. You can share it with friends, give your brain some exercise expand your vocabulary because sometimes the words are very interesting and just google new york times wordle and get your wordle on Edie, what are you recommending today i am also um taking a page out of sharika's book today and i am recommending something that is on netflix now i know some of you are like i don't have netflix or i don't have new york times or i don't want to subscribe to new york times or i don't want to go searching for stuff i just want something to be right in my hand right in my face well guess what currently in america um netflix don't charge you to share your password but they are exploring that option in other countries so find somebody who do got it get their password and you can watch what we're recommending stop telling me that you don't have netflix because honestly i d c that means i don't care because i'm still re recommending what i feel like recommending but it is a show called travelers and it is about a federal agent who tracks four people who suddenly seen 
seem to possess entirely new personalities. You can imagine paying attention to what the future will be like, or how people will act. Can you imagine people in the 1900s thinking, like four people from the 1900s looking to the future, like this is how people are going to be in 2022? Like that would have been wild for them at that time. You're talking about limited vehicles. You're talking about no social media, no color TV, no craziness, no wild. Well, they, never mind. Let me take it back. They had crazy. They had slavery still was going on because, you know, Juneteenth came a little later. All types of madness, Jim Crow laws. So they had their own wild stuff. Uh, but just check it out. It's currently on three seasons, so you might have to do a little catch up. But just watch it. Find somebody to watch it with. You can stream it together, and then you can talk about it. And if you don't like it, message us on our Instagram and tell us stop recommending trash to y'all, even though I don't think it's trash. But that's all I got for you today. Anything else? Any closing thoughts from y'all to the people? No? Thanks. Enjoy April. Enjoy April. It's don't divide. send the news. Don't send the news. <laughs> That should be the name of the episode. Uh, Amen. Amen. It really should. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm just thinking of that just popping up on the people who got alerted when we drop a new podcast. It's just like, don't send the news. They're not going to know what we're talking about. Um, And look, see, some of y'all listen all the way to the end. Because one, y'all usually do. And two, because of our opening, y'all thought I was really going to snap on this episode. And as you can see, I was so chill, calm, and collected. I didn't go off. I just wanted you to listen to the end because you just never know what we're going to talk about. But as Sharika just said, don't send a nude. And if life ever tries to knock you down, make sure you kick back. Until next time. Oh, also, and this thing I nothing to do with the podcast, but as I'm sitting here in my car recording, I promise you this parent has to be trafficking this kid. This boy look like he know better than 10 or 11 years old picking up my trash. I wish I could put him on camera. But we're not on camera. We're not recording. But it's like he just slaving his his kids to help him do the valet trash for him. Like I know this boy want to be at home watching video games. He look miserable taking his trash right now. But yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sidetracked it. But I hope y'all enjoy y'all. Yeah, enjoy it. That's all I got. That's the end of the podcast. Don't see your news. Have fun. <laughs>